Welcome to Dungeon Tales, a Dungeons and Dragons 5e experience with 3.5 magic. I'm your Dungeon Master, Kai's of Stardust, joined by Mike, James, Kel, and Smokey. Without further ado, let's roll some dice! guys, Alex here, back at it again in the editing department, just to give you another recap on how our friends are doing. Honestly, I'm liking it a lot here, so you may see me putting in those hours. Anyways, last time, our adventurers were trying to complete the 24-hour challenge of taking ownership of this super cool house. Tony and Cacta found themselves in the loser room after getting turned into lizardmen. It is here that they ended up finding a nightclub that was home to almost a whole town of previous contestants. It was here that they ended up finding me, hanging out, playing some darts with my gnome bros. After we hung out for a bit, we ended up beating a surly dwarf in an arm wrestling match where he ended up telling us that there was a way out of this place. After talking with the bartender, she advised that there's an imp by the name of Babop who is willing to ferry people to the re-challenging area for the right price. So, off we went to find this imp named Babop. While this was happening, Nightfall, Sands, and their newly rescued deer folk Hazel were still trying to complete the challenge. The next room that they ended up in was a beautiful, tranquil park with huge cages with animals in them of all different types. As they passed by the archway of this room, everyone except for Nightfall was changed into animals. Sans was turned into a dragon, and Hazel a cat. Sans used his new dragon language to talk with some kobolds in one of the cages, where he found out that most of the animals were previous contestants. After freeing them, the kobolds advised that if they went back through the archway, they may be able to change back. Without thinking it through, Sans threw Hazel back through the gate. However, instead of turning back into the timid deer folk, he ended up turning into a fearsome oni and cackled an evil laugh and then vanished. Oh man, I bet that's going to be a problem later. Anyways, while all this was happening, the boys and I met up with Babop, who agreed to ferry us across in exchange for retrieving an item that was taken from him by a debt collector. To sweeten the pot, he also agreed to change Tony and Cacta back to their normal selves. Reluctantly, we agreed to head on down to the shop over and retrieve the coat. Getting the coat was actually relatively simple, and we were able to do it without a hitch. In addition to this, Tony agreed to help me out getting me to the Mages College so that I could try and find a way to get a little bit better at helping my friends. Meanwhile, Sans was in the process of freeing all the animals in the cages. After Nightfall found a way out, they nearly made their way into the next room before almost getting trampled by a stampede. In this room, the party was presented with a button that simply said, press this for the destruction of the world. At this point, Nightfall had completely lost his patience. After Sans almost burnt him up with a trap that he ended up setting off by accident, and Nightfall pressed the button. <laughs> I tell you, that guy's a loose cannon. Anyways, the challenge glitched out and said that there was no right or wrong answer as humanity was doomed regardless and dropped them into the loser room. 
This makes sense. I was wondering how they got there so fast. Anyways, while they were doing that, Tony and Cactor returned the coat to Babop, and he changed them back to their normal cells. Shortly after, the rest of the party regrouped with us, and we're currently on our way to what I like to call the Golden Opportunity Room. Eh, I'm still workshopping it. Either way, hopefully it's a way out. Alright, I think that gets us all caught up. Hopefully you enjoyed today's adventure. Hey Alex, been looking for you. Where the heck are you? Oh, I think they're calling me. Alex! Oh, gotta go. Ta-ta! Alright guys, so... If we all remember, we are speeding on a giant boat with uh, Babop. He is driving this big giant boat with this huge jet engine on the back of it that is hurling you down close to 70 miles per hour down this raging river. So down below, there is actually a big enough like um, room that all of you guys could stay and get some rest. Uh, Babop turns to you and he says, Hey, gang, just want to let you know, this entire trip is going to probably take a while. If you guys want to sleep and rest up, regain some of your spells and whatnot, you guys are probably going to need them for this relatively big challenge waiting for you. What do you do? I rush down the stairs. <laughs> I'm going down two just so that I make sure that my health is full. Okay. Um... So, I go downstairs too, and I cuddle up with the cat. Okay. Uh, or at least attempt to. Yeah, so, Sans, <laughs> you take your giant uh, hulking dragon form down, and, and, and you have to kind of, like, hunker oh. down in this hallway to get to the main bedroom. <laughs> but uh, the, the bed is big enough for some reason that it can it can fit your entire body. Yes. <laughs> Sans is excited because he's undead. Ah. This whole being alive thing is pretty exciting to him. So, uh, so yeah, having, are you guys... skin is a completely different experience. So are you guys all hunkering down for just, like, in, like, this big bed? Like, just, are you just guys hunkering down for the night? Or do you guys say anything? Or, or like, what are you guys, what are you guys doing before you hunker down for, for the, for a bed? Uh, I am, are there separate rooms? Uh, no, it's just one big giant room. With one big giant bed. One big bed. I am. I'm going to uh, take a pillow and find like a spare blanket and go into the corner and make like a little dog bed nest. There is area. a closet. Do you want to go in the closet? I will go in the closet. Okay. <laughs> you, go in the closet. Oh, you should be coming out of the closet. All right. So you uh, move some clothes out of the way and, and just hunker into the closet. Do you like close the door or? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I close the door. You guys, you guys just see, uh, you see Nightfall just awkwardly get up from the bed, take some pillows and a blanket and just close himself into the closet. I go to the closet and I scratch at the door like like the cat that walked in. Yes, with your giant claws, you scratch at this cabinet, tearing huge shreds into the wood paneling. And then and I'm like, do that like half circle thing in the middle of the bed. Hey guys, I have a tail. Hey, look guys, I have a tail. And then and then and then I 
plop down, and then I uh, kind of gesture over to uh, everybody, especially uh, Alexander. Uh, oh, yes, uh, yes, Alexander Alexander does walk into the room, and, and he sits sits down on the bed. He's relatively quiet. Hey guys, I got, I got some questions for you guys. Um, could you all, could you, could you all come in? I think at this point we've established Bring things. Bring it in? Yeah, I think everyone's on. The, I, unless, uh, but minus Nightfall, I think everyone is established on on, on in the in the bed. Uh, um, I guess that explains how a jet engine's only moving the boat at seventy miles per hour. It has to support this bed as well. So, I've got some questions. Y'all, y'all game for a little bit of talk time before we go to sleep. No, nope. and then I if turn okay over with a little bit. Try to spell some. <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> okay, so uh, so Tony just roll- Tony just rolls over and goes to sleep. He's like, nah, no, thank you. This goes to bed. <laughs> He's already snoring. Um, uh, so- yeah, I'm gonna snoring for right now, but I'm gonna like listen it. to everyone. Um, I've been operating under the assumption that um, I'm crazy. Um, I've been operating under the assumption I'm, I'm, I'm completely crazy. But is this all real? Are you all real? Is everyone? And I'm starting to like, like reach out and tap at people and touch things. Everything is is solid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just gonna I, crawl on top of Sans the dragon. Are you like riding uh, him? <laughs> are you like on top of his back? Like like he's a horse? Um, are you just like cuddling next to his side? <laughs> Well, I don't. I was thinking more of just lying on top of him, but oh, okay, like a giant pillow. Okay. Oh, that's 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 warm. That's uh, that's nice. Um, now I'm gonna start turning. But so I'm I'm I'm, I'm not having some sort of horrible like crazy. Cause this is this is y'all gotta admit this is some weird shit, right? I I I was a skeleton, and then yep. I'm a dragon. Yep. And, uh, and y'all okay with this? It's cold magic. You, yeah, welcome to the real world. It's magic. Um, wow. Um, I don't even what know where to begin. You know what? You know what, this is a bit much to process. You know, I, I think, I, I'm, oh my head. As he kind of like does one of like, kind of shrugs with his head, and he just kind of like, Oh, pats his head and he's like, "This is a lot to take in." I'm, I'm not. Oh, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna go sleep. I'm gonna think about this. <laughs> okay. He lays his head down, and he kind of puts his snout, uh, you know, under like one of his wings, and he just kind of goes. Kind of goes okay, so after a self-realization from. Uh... Sands, he rolls over and goes to sleep. What are you guys? What is everyone else doing? Is everyone else just going to sleep for the most part? Or yep. I'm waiting until everyone else is asleep. Okay. Um. So I think uh, Cacti, you said you were going to sleep, correct? Yeah, I was going to just fall asleep on top of him. Okay. Everyone else is asleep except for uh, Nightfall. Uh, at this point, everyone else is asleep. Um, what are you doing? I am pulling out the 
runestone from my pocket. Okay. And while sitting uh, in the closet, I'm going to start rubbing it and asking it for guidance to uh, see whether or not I should follow what uh, I was taught by the entity in the tree or if I should follow what I know is to be good. Interesting. Here's what I would like for you to do. Okay. I would like for you to give me um give me a insight check. Insight. Total of twenty. Really? Yes. Is that is that nat or no? No, a uh, total twenty. Okay. Alright. Well, with a twenty. As you rub this uh this rune stone, it glows with a faint green color. Um, and as you're kind of sitting there kind of thinking about, you know, what you should be doing in this situation, you know, what types of, um, what type, which teachings you should be following and things of that nature, you hear a whisper. You hear, can you hear me, my friend? Do you respond? Yes, I can hear you. Um, so you hear, uh, you hear, he says... Wonderful. It's like I have been able to establish a link of communication. I understand that you have some questions. And it has been a very long time since I've been able to communicate through any sort of means at all. You should continue to follow the teachings that I have instilled in you. It sounds like you have found some good company here. What is it you are looking for exactly, Nightfall? I to make sure that I am safe so I can make sure you are safe I have to uphold the promise I made before I met you with him and because I am the age of 24 now it is the year where I have been struggling the most because of my promise and I uh I'm not sure if I should follow the teachings you taught me or uphold the promise I made to make sure we're safe. I see. Here is my answer to you. Do not let these things trouble you at this exact time. When the time comes, we will make sure to address them as they present themselves. As of right now, take care of your friends. Make sure that they're safe. And we'll figure out the rest as it comes. There's no sense in troubling yourself with unnecessary noise. And uh, as as finish, as they finish saying that, uh, the rune stops glowing and it doesn't respond anymore. Okay. Well, once it stops glowing, I'm going to uh, lay down in the bed I made and uh, hold it close to my chest and go to sleep. All right. So everyone goes to sleep. Uh, You guys wake up um, several hours later. You all are back at full health and have your spells and everything back of that nature.
And uh, from there, uh, you guys wake up to um, to the rocking of the boat, and you hear from up top, "Hey guys, if you uh, if you guys are awake, uh, feel free to come up. We're almost approaching shore." What do you do? I'm gonna go up. Uh, so you guys head up. I will. Uh, when I wake up, I will put the pillow and blanket back and then I'll head upstairs too. Okay. Sans has chosen to sleep in. Okay. Are you just sleeping in? Yeah, he's trying to have a dream. Ah. Okay. Um, Tell you what. Give me a... Ooh. Let's go with this. Give me a history roll. That's going to be intelligence, which is plus two, so that's a thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. You do have a dream, if you would call it that. So, um, all right. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's resolve things. So everyone goes upstairs um, except, for, except for Sans, who decides to try and sleep in. As you kind of roll back over and, and go to sleep, uh, you have these kind of flashes. You're in a forest. It's dark, misty, eerie. There's no stars, no moon, no anything. And you're sitting on the ground, cross-legged. There doesn't seem to be anything around you. You hear just this eerie wind. Um, you've, this place seems very familiar. You hear a voice say, It's almost time. And just like that, with a snap of a finger, you're now in a different um, part of this dream. This time, you're just looking at this uh, crystal. It's kind of dark, kind of purplish crystal. It's glowing kind of blue on the center of it. And as you reach out to touch it, you see a flash of light, and then everything goes white, and you wake back up. Um, and with that, uh, we are... Uh, the rest of you guys are up on deck. Um, Babop is uh, navigating the ship, and he says... Uh, all right, guys. Uh, I don't know where your where your dragon friend went, but uh, um, I just want to let you guys know where we're approaching approaching the the main area. Now, uh, to my understanding, it should be relatively straightforward. You go there, yeah. Do whatever it is you do, prove your worth, and then as soon as that goes, uh, you should be good to go through the. Through the doors of glory, as they say, onto onto a different area besides this hellhole. <laughs> so, did any of you guys have any questions or anything like that? By the way, I made you guys some breakfast. Um, and you guys, uh, you guys see that he's actually made like biscuits and uh, like some sausage and stuff for everyone. It's like I don't know if you like biscuits and sausage, but that's really all I got. Um, but feel free to feel free to take take partakes of it if you if you if you enjoy that. But, uh, was, did you guys have any questions? Maybe I could help answer them for you. Um, so what, do you know what, uh, does someone expect on this? Well, I know, uh, I don't know too much. I know I ferry people back and forth from this place. Uh, I will say usually the ones who go there... Usually they don't return in one piece, if uh, you catch my drift. But uh, from what I know about my the gargoyle guy, 
he's a real, real people person, you know? He's, he's, uh, just, everyone just really likes the guy. Just really, really just, uh, real charismatic, you know? Just a, just a real swell guy. Uh, but, uh, don't let that fool you. He will, he will lay some whoop-ass, if you know what I mean. You said gargoyle? Yeah, yeah, he's a, yeah, as I said earlier, yeah, he's a gargoyle. At least that's, uh, at least I, I mean, I don't know. I don't see race or whatever, but yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a gargoyle too, I guess, what, what we would classify that as. Um, but, uh, outside of that, uh, do you guys eat any of the breakfast? I do. I will. Okay. Okay, so everyone. Right. <laughs> Wonderful. So everyone, you guys get uh, seven temporary HP onto your HP. It's a uh, it's a really good breakfast. Uh, the biscuits are made with fresh butter and honey. Uh, the sausage uh, is very fresh um, and seasoned very well. So you all get seven temporary HP. So that's a plus seven to our regular HP. Yes, uh, so that is uh, seven temporary hit points on top of what your max is, yes. Sans is coughing down, by the way. So as soon as he smelled that, he rushed up the steps and just started gulping food. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys have to, like, really quickly rush to get your plates because Sans is just, like, eating half <laughs> of the buffet table. Like, oh, this is really good, guys. Oh, can I, can I, uh, oh, oh. like, hold up, um, uh, one of my, roll, like, my rolled up cloak, and I swat him on the snout. Can I do that, please? Sure, roll. Uh, like, roll. like, like, swatting the dog that's getting on the table. Roll an attack. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, goodbye, Tim, for HP. <laughs> Just destroys all of it. Uh, what? Well, just a straight attack, no addition or anything to it. Yeah, it's it's just unarmed attack, just a straight attack. Nine, nine. Yeah, you actually hurt yourself. Like <laughs> you, you, like you got to swat him. him. Yeah, you like swat him and, and like whatever. Like this, you weren't accounting for his scales, and it, you just go back and hit yourself in the face. Uh, you don't take any damage, though. Uh, it, it... <laughs> so the this time budging my face was accidental. The only thing he injured was his pride. Just, yeah, uh, just no. a little bit. I'm slightly hurt that it didn't work, but I didn't account for it being a dragon. I'm used to actual animals. Yeah, um, <laughs> Babop uh, looks over and he says... Uh, Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, easy with my tables. Because uh, he noticed that uh, Sans has, like, taken a, like, dragon-sized bite out of the table as well. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, that's part of the ship, man. Calm down. <laughs> and then uh, I, I, I lay back on my back with my swole belly, and I'm just, like, rubbing gravy down my chest a little bit, and then, like, onto my belly and just kind of, like, eyes wall back. <laughs> just kind of fall asleep again. I don't even know where he got gravy from. That wasn't even on the menu. I- I'm very confused. Anyways, guys, we're we're now here. So uh, this is your final stop. I'm gonna lick the gravy off of his chest. All right. Yeah. He he legitimately did find gravy somewhere. It was not on <laughs> this buffet. He's <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Ah oh, man, did you get the gravy from down in the back in the storage room? Ah oh, man. Oh, that actually might be tainted. I haven't really had that out in like several months. Ugh. 
Anyways, uh, not my, not my food. Um, so <laughs> outside of that, uh, as you guys look around, you are now at the um, entrance of a pier. Uh, this pier uh, follows this um, carved out pathway in this rock mountain, uh, and it looks like it goes up this uh, this kind of incline and wraps around the side of this uh, this mountain, and it seems to kind of lead up top. The mountain itself would be, its I wouldn't even call it really a mountain. I guess you could say maybe just like a three-story building. It's not very high, but the way that it's carved, the only way to go up is through this walkway. Um, what do you guys do? I will hop on the pier and start walking. All right. Uh, you dismount from the boat uh, and hop down on the pier. Is everyone else following? I'm going to walk alongside the walkway. Okay, you are literally walking on the side of the mountain, not even on the back. Yeah. Uh, Babok says, uh, ah, that's, uh, that's a weird way to go up the up, up the walkway. I, mean, I feel like you're making that more difficult for yourself, but uh, all right. All right, I suppose. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. It's not actually that much more harder. <laughs> uh, he's, he, you see him kind of turn away to start heading back to the ship, and he... He stops and he turns back to you guys. He says, <sighs> All right, guys. So, I might have to be a little bit honest with you. All right. I want to make sure that you guys at least have the best intentions going forward. You, you know what's up. All right. Because I, I like to consider myself a good guy. I don't want this to come back on me. So, when it comes to your fight and everything of that nature, um, I do want to let you know way that uh, my contracting works with the ferrying system. Alright? Uh, I do have to radio ahead and let the gargoyle know what types like how many people are coming and things of that nature. Uh, just so that way things are set up properly uh, for your fight. You guys will see what I mean once you get up there. But I just want to let you know uh, they, they're going to be expecting you. And with that... He gets onto his ship and reverses the boat and uh, gives you a wave and he says, good luck to you guys. You guys seem like some of the good ones. Really do hope you make it. And with that, he kicks it into high gear and the flames off of this engine um, propel him very fastly down into the distance. You guys are now alone on this uh, on this pier. So, so in Cacta and Nightfall, you guys are both heading up. Uh, Sans, what are you doing? I was also going to head up. Okay, Tony's heading up as well. And Alexander is, is too. Sans is just kind of following Alexander, and he's patting his body, realizing that all his stuff is gone? And how long has it all been gone? All of his belongings. Ah, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, you notice that all of your belongings are like no longer there. It's I just... want to do a knowledge arcana. Yes. Give me a Knowledge Arcana check, please. Or an Arcana, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Yeah, Arcana. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, yeah. Uh, it takes you a little bit of time, but you understand that the way this magic works. Basically, your items are there, just morphed into you. So you understand that you have them. They're just magically removed you don't really understand the full mechanics of it but you like get it 
God. Yeah, I was I was panicking. I was like in panic mode. Where's the crystal? Where's the crystal? Where's the crystal? Where's my sword? Where's my sword? Um, all right. So, um, <laughs> despite you guys having miniature freakouts. It's like out. a moment of, like, relief. Yeah, I just, like, relief when I realized, oh, it's morphed into, it's morphed into me? How does that work? <laughs> now I got a new panic look on my face, a different look. Yeah, as you just uh, have a complete mental breakdown over the concept of magic and how it works, uh, as you stare into the void of an existential crisis, uh, the rest of everyone continues walking forward. Uh, <laughs> as you as you head up, uh, you guys uh, go around this this mountain. Uh, it does, it's not a big mountain, so it takes you maybe about fifteen minutes of walking. Uh, once you reach the top, you approach a gate, and this gate. Uh, is uh, there's there's a there's a a little uh, a little kind of shack, and you see this orcish woman uh, sitting in the shack. Uh, she seems to be writing down some notes and things like that. And there's kind of this big gate that's blocking off this entrance. She looks up at you and says, uh, "What are your names?" I uh, walk forward. Our names are Nightfall, Cacta. Tony, Alexander, and I go to point towards Sansa and realize he's still a little bit ways behind us having a, an existential crisis. And the dragon a bit back is Sans. All right. Wonderful. Let me check the list. And she, uh, she turns, and you notice as she turns, she's like smoking this huge cigarette, like this giant cigarette that... It's way bigger than, like, what a normal one would be. Uh, and you, you hear her go, Ah, gosh, I really should stop smoking these things. They're so good. I love the berry flavors. Ah, anyways, uh, let's see here. She, like, rustles through some papers and she says, Ah, yes, Sans, Tony, uh, I can't read that. Ah, Nightfall, and, uh, uh ah cacta yes Ooh, that was okay all right so um hmm let's see here all right so tony you're gonna go through this gate uh she uh motions uh so tony she points to a gate that says gate number two uh go ahead and head through there uh you'll uh you'll be uh you'll be met with the uh you'll be met with the the processor all right um I then start heading uh, towards the gate, and as I pass by her, hey, do you have uh, another one of those I could possibly smoke? Uh, man, uh, hold on, hold on. I think I might still have one more. She, like, reaches under her desk and, like, pulls out, like, this, like, thick, stick-sized <laughs> cigar. She says, this is my last one, but, you know, I'm in a generous mood today. Next time it'll cost you, though. And she, she hands it to you. I thank her and put it uh, in my pocket for right now. Okay. Uh, so you head on through the gate? Yep. All right. And uh, Nightfall, and she says, uh, all right, Nightfall, Nightfall. Okay. Uh, all right. You're going to be heading through gate number four. And she points to another gate that has a big giant number four on it. Do you head through? Uh, yes. Okay. And then she looks at you, Cacta, and she says, 
All right, and you, Cacta, you're going to go through gate number three. And uh, do you go through gate number three? I'm going to go through, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. Um, and then she says, uh, hey, dragon, yeah, you way in the back. You're going to be going through gate number one. I pick up, I pick up, I, I gently pick up my little gnome friend. I say, what about this one? What about this one? Can this one compete? Oh. Um, ah, uh, hmm. Well, shoot. Hold on. What's his name? His name That's is like. Mighty Mike. Mighty Mike. Hmm. All right, hold on. Let me check the list. I wasn't aware that there was going to be five. Um... Let me see here. Uh, sure, tell you what. Uh, I think this will work pretty good. Yeah, though, uh, let's go ahead and put him through gate number four. So she I motions. Can I give him just like the gentlest little pat on his back and give him a thumbs up? He says, uh, yeah. uh, ah, gee, okay. I suppose I should go ahead and head on, but uh, I tell you, I tell you, Sans, I, re I really don't want to. But uh, I'll go ahead and do it for you, boss. And uh, he walks through gate number four. I, by the way, uh, I do not remember what Alexander's voice sounds like. It keeps changing. I know there's a specific note I'm trying to hit. I don't think I'm there. Uh, it's a little so... more perky, a little more like I've had a Red Bull or maybe some coffee. <laughs> yes, you know, and I've had, you've had I've, some coffee. I've had both of those things. Yes, I, I agree, Sans. Do apologize. I don't know. I, I had a I had a weird uh weird thing in my throat there. Uh, does this sound better? Is this what I normally sound like? I don't know, <laughs> honestly. Close enough. Sure. All right. I don't know. I have a split personality disorder. All right. Bye, Sans. And he walks through the gate number four. All right. Um. So, how this is going to work? Um. Actually, no. I'm just. I, you know what? We're just going to do it. Okay. So, all right, so I'm gonna go ahead and start with Sans. Uh, you walk through the gate, correct? I, I do, I, I uh, on all fours, like a proper dragon. Okay, great. Uh, so yeah, you uh, you squeeze through this gate, uh, and you get, uh, I'd say, a couple steps in, uh, and uh, you are met by this, uh, by this guard, and he says, uh, hello there, uh, I, I'm assuming you are Sans, correct? Do you speak? Of course I do. Oh, okay, great. I, I wasn't sure if they're actually just sending monsters through now. I really honestly couldn't tell you. All right, tell you what, my friend. All right, so just to kind of let you know how this works, you're going to be battling our champion, and once you battle our champion, then you'll proceed on to the next round. Does that sound pretty simple enough? I stand up straight. I crack my knuckles. And I'm like, I didn't do that. Sorry, sorry. I've been a skeleton for like several weeks now. Or oh, months. Man. I'm not sure. Ah, magic's weird. Oh, wow. Man, that house really must have messed you up, huh? All right. Well, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, yeah, so just head on through this area and uh, go ahead. You'll hear a trumpet when the battle begins. Good luck, my friend. And he uh, motions for you to go through another door. I, I motion for a high five. Uh, he gives you like a really sweaty high five. <laughs> and then I smell my hand. I smell my hand and I walk. 
It's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, sorry. Oh. I, I don't, I don't oh. know why I'm so sweaty today. <laughs> it's hot. I just kind of mutter out the corner of my mouth. Sweaty nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to hear. I don't want him to hear. I'm just saying that to myself. Okay, yeah, you walk through. All right, uh, so Tony, you are met with uh, with a, another, uh, just keep this simple, uh, you are met with another guard. He kind of explains the similar things. Um, basically, this the message is similar. So just to let you guys know how this works mechanically, basically, you guys are all going to go one versus one. Well, except for the situation for Nightfall, which is going to be a two versus one situation. Um so Alex uh Alex is gonna be teamed with Nightfall, uh, Cacta, Tony, Sands, you guys are all going alone. Um and we are gonna have certain mechanics on how this is actually going to work. So how this is gonna work for you guys. Uh basically this is the equivalency of a wrestling tournament, if you will. Uh I guess that's the proper tournament, uh proper terminology. So basically the objective is to pin your opponent, okay? Now, there are some additional things that are going to be involved with that. Um, just to kind of let you guys know how the mechanics are gonna work. Uh, so basically you have to win three athletic contests. Um, so three athletic checks, okay? So your first one is to get advantage on them to grab their head or something. The second um, athletics check is to take them down. And on your third one, you're going to get advantage on the roll to pin them since you're already going to be on top of them. Does that kind of, un do you guys understand so far? Yeah, I understand. Okay, uh, perfect. So there's also going to be some additional things uh, that will, uh, will go into effect here. Uh, you guys are going to be in a ring. Uh, this ring, um, while in it, will give you... Um, it will give you eight HP per round of combat. This is not stacked HP, but it's just like a regenerative eight HP that everyone is going to get every round, regardless if you're the monster or if it's you, um, if that makes sense. Um, outside of that, there is um, there is going to be a referee, there is going to be a crowd, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and uh, I think that um, oh. Uh, so there's also a couple of things. If you want to interact with the audience, it can give you some different um, boost and things of that nature. I'll get more into that if you do decide to do that. Um, also, if you show showmanship, there is a uh, basically, for example, not resisting a grapple, throw, being courteous, things like that. There are some additional things that you will get in reward. Um, so, yeah, other than that, I think that's basically everything. Oh, um, one last thing. So, the way that this, the, the word is one mechanic that, uh, that does need to be mentioned. Uh, magic that directly harms uh, either you or your opponent will be nullified inside the ring. Okay? Now, you can get out of the ring. There will be a ring. You can get out of it. Um, but you will not get any HP bonuses. Uh, you also will be disqualified if you basically... Uh, are outside of the ring more than two rounds um but uh outside of outside of the ring magic will work uh and won't be nullified but inside the ring it will be 
So I just need to let you guys know how those mechanics work. If you guys need clarification on it, I now, do have Did you say it was only damaging magic, or is it all magic? Uh, so it is, uh, so yeah, so it's basically um, anything that harms a wrestler uh, will be nullified, but side effects will still remain. For example, disadvan uh, disadvantage, um, like uh, from like cutting words, advantage from guiding bolt, etc., etc. Um, also, magic that affects objects uh, and people. So, for example, you could use like mage hand, things like that. But, for example, you can't use charm person on a wrestler. Damn. So, yeah. So, uh, so basically, uh, yeah, that is the mechanics. Uh, there's a lot there, so I just want to make sure you guys understand. Uh, if you guys need a recap, just let me know. So we're going to go ahead and do this um, turn by turn. Uh, tell you what, let's go ahead and figure out who is going first. Everyone roll initiative. 12. All right, so Nightfall got 12. All right. 16 for Tony. And just to keep things simple, uh, Nightfall, I'm going to have Alex go on your turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you guys are going to be working together. Uh, 16 for Tony. Sans, what you get? Oh, 14. 14. Okay, and Cacta? 5. 5. Okay, so... Alright. So, Tony, you're gonna go first. Uh, Sand, second. And... Nightfall and Alex are gonna go th third. And Cacta, you're gonna go last. So this is a 5-5... Five, five, yeah, it's a 5-by-5 five five ring. Uh, as you guys approach this ring... Uh, you see that it's got this, um, you know, uh, big kind of rope all around it, big nice mat in the middle, uh, and um, since we're starting with you, Tony, first, uh, you, see a, uh, you see a man sitting there, uh, sitting there waiting on the other side uh, in the ring. Uh, he's on like a little chair, uh, just kind of sitting there uh, drinking some water uh, and just gives you a look. Um, and, uh, he, uh, he just cracks his knuckles. So, um, so yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming you head up onto the map, correct? Uh, before I do that, I start, uh, taking off, um, like, my backpack and my gear, and, um, and then I basically go until I shirtless with just pants on. Okay, yeah, you just start stripping off your... <laughs> Uh, your, uh, your outfit, yeah. And, uh, you just have your shirt on, and he says, uh, well, sorry, you just have your pants on. Uh, opposite. <laughs> only my shirt. <laughs> you only have a shirt on. You're just completely nude. No, uh... Does that give you advantage because he's uncomfortable? <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah, you, he runs. Uh, you automatically win. Uh, no. <laughs> it's um, just that easy. So, he says, uh... My name's Broderick. And, uh... Something tells me that I'm gonna win this fight. Uh, so alright. As I'm as I'm getting into the ring, I'm just climbing up to like something tells me you might be right. But hey, I'm Tony. Nice to meet you. Alright, uh, nice to meet you, Tony. I hope you brought your A game. We'll see who the best man is. In this corner, the contestant who wants a second chance at freedom. Let's hear it for Tony! In the opposite corner, we have our undefeated champion. Y'all know him. 
and love him. Let's give it up for Broderick! Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, it's time to prove your worth! Alright, so we're going to go ahead and start with your, uh, your turn, Tony. What are you doing? Um, well, the bell just rang. Might as well try to get the crowd on my side first. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, you could do that as a bonus action. There is a microphone-like uh, sort of thing just kind of suspended from the ceiling. You do hear an announcer in the background says, uh, I tell you, I don't know what they're, uh, what they're going to be playing in today, but uh, this looks like this could be the start of a good fight, especially when any sort of player decides to just derobe right before it. Show some real character development. So, yeah, that, you hear the, annou- the announcer saying that in the background. Um, and there is, there is a referee... Uh, you do see a referee kind of standing off at the end. Uh, he's got like this kind of like uh, checkerboard kind of uh, outfit on. Uh, so what are you uh, what are you doing? Are you doing using your bonus action to talk to the crowd? Yeah, I'm gonna use my bonus action, uh, grab the mic, and just yell into the crowd. Are all of you ready to see a wonderful fight? Uh. Let's see how the crowd responds. If you want to roll Persuasion, uh, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, I roll a 15. 15. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that that was, uh, yeah, the, uh, the crowd uh, goes wild. They, they are, they're cheering. Uh, so what you get for this, uh, just mechanic-wise, uh, you are going to get a, a boost. Uh, I'll let you pick either Strength or Dexterity, a plus two uh, for... Uh, or next, uh, for basically your next time you use an action. A plus two? Mm-hmm. A temporary plus two until you use your next action. If you want to take strength or dex. Uh, probably I'll just do strength. Okay. So that was my bonus action, correct? Yes. What right. you do? Uh, then I'll walk up and uh, try to grapple him. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, so, yeah, that is going to be an athletics check. Uh, so go ahead and roll for me. And I get a plus two, correct, for the... That is that is correct, yes. I rolled, a, I rolled a 12. Cheer. Okay. Uh, so you rolled a 12. I'm going to have them go ahead and roll. Okay. So they just beat that with a 13. I'm going to say, like, you go in low and try and just kind of, like, grapple them by their legs um, to, to try and sweep them off their feet. But they... Um, they do like a quick like sweep of their legs uh, and they end up reversing that and they um, they actually do like a reverse grapple so you are now grappled um, that is going to be their turn uh, since you are now grappled they're going to go ahead and roll an athletics check to try and take you down alright uh, do I need athletics to oppose that or can I try to use acrobatics uh, you don't have to do either because they rolled a nat one. Uh, so like you like just effortlessly, their their lock is not good at all, and you just shove them off. Uh, and that is their turn. Uh, so <laughs> all right. So now we are on to uh, next in the list is uh, Sands. 
Hey, Kaiser here. Do apologize to interrupt the action. I'll make sure I keep this quick. I just have a few quick ads to tell you about. Have you ever been stuck on a long drive and just thought to yourself, gee, if only I could read that book I was super invested in back at the house? Well, don't take your hands off the wheel just for that, especially when you could be listening to it. I'm, of course, talking about Audible. With thousands of books to choose from, I'm sure that favorite book you're thinking of is in there. If not, I'm sure you can find your next favorite adventure in there regardless. Audible has come through for me many times when I have been stuck in traffic or driving long distances, and hopefully they can be your next go-to as well. So, if you're ready to find your next favorite author, you can get your free 30-day trial now. Just head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dungeon tales and get an audiobook on us that's audibletrial.com forward slash dungeon d-u-n-g-e-o-n tales so yours is going to be a little bit different um i think we've uh, we both know this uh sans as you walk into the arena uh, and climb the uh climb into the ring uh, you don't see anyone there at first, uh, and as you uh, as you look around, uh, you hear the uh, you hear the referee says, "Contestant number two, if you do not show to the ring here soon, you will be disqualified." Uh, and you uh, you hear, "Fine, fine, whatever, whatever, I'm coming." Uh, and you see um, the source of this voice is a um actually give me a give me a knowledge check for uh for animal handling that's a one okay uh you don't know what this is uh you've never seen one before um so i will describe it to you so as you uh look to where this voice is coming you see this kind of uh tiger-esque sort of creature walking out of the shadows and heading towards the ring. It has the face of a human sort of creature, but you see it has like a long mane, uh, and it's covered in these large spikes, and you see it's got these wings that are kind of foiled up to its sides that are all kind of pierced with uh, different piercings. Um, And it whips its tail around uh, kind of uh, agitatedly, and you can see that its tail is full of long spikes. Uh, and as it walks into the uh, to the ring, it says, Let's make this quick. I have places I would like to be. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a fight of the ages. Beast against beast. You all are getting your money's worth tonight in this corner. We have a golden dragon, a beast of power and legend. Many an adventure has met their end just by crossing paths with one. While in this corner, we have our champion. You all love her? Let's give it up for Sapphire the Manticore! Without further ado, it's time to prove your 
combat. So, Sands, what are you doing? First off, is the crowd social distancing? Um, yes. They're all they're all wearing masks. The seats are set six feet apart. Yeah, they're 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 really good. There's actually little little barriers all around them. Yeah, they're they're all good. All right. So, I I, I do I see the mic? Uh, yeah, the mic's above your head. Yeah, you can use a bonus action. So I, I walk, I walk over to the mic, very proudly. Okay. I puff up my chest, and I say, "Oh yeah, brother! Okay. Let's have a match!" Woo! Uh, sure. Yeah, you go just full excitement to it. Uh, yeah, give me a, uh, give me a, a persuasion check. And as I fire, I do like a fire stream up into the air. Ooh, okay. I will let you do. I'll let you do persuasion or performance. I'm doing performance. All right. Oh dear God, that's a net one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so with a net one, uh, like the My crowd was like. On fire. The, the, the crowd was, like, cheering for a minute, but, uh, you, um, oh, man, I hate to do this, but this is, this is the DM wild card. This is how we play. Uh, so as, as the crowd's getting ready to kind of cheer, uh, you set off, you do this big, like, fire burst, uh, for that extra amount of show, uh, and it actually burns up the entire microphone, and it just melts and falls to the ground. Uh, so you now have no mic. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of my segments are like, what? What? I can't hear you. I'm just like, my mouth's moving. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, you hear the announcer, uh, from the background, uh, you hear, oh, man, that was a, that was a real good, uh, good move. I love the pyrotechnics, but man, they are destroying equipment out there. Craziness is going on on this stage. Um, and uh, you see the, the creature standing before you just roll its eyes and go slow. Ugh, amateurs. Seriously, why am I wasting my time with this? Look, are we just going to showboat all day, or are we going to fight? As I'm continuing, can you smell what my pits are cooking? And I sit my pit, woo, ready for this. Let's do it. I pound my chest. I'm like, yeah. Oh, flex the muscle. All right, great. Uh, here's uh, here's what I will say. While you're doing this, I'm going to say that the creature has a chance of opportunity attack on you. Uh, mm -hmm. So that is what I'm going to do with this because I'm going to say that at this point you are distracted. Does a 13 hit? Does a 13 hit? No. Okay. Yeah, it swipes at you with its claw, um, but uh, totally misses. Uh, and it's uh, here. It uh, it frustratedly just leaps forward, and it's going to go ahead and try and attack at you again. Ooh, that is a double crit. I shit you Ooh. not. That is a double crit. Um, and I'm assuming twenty two twenty fives hit you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure you weren't crit-proof. Okay. This, uh... <laughs> um, all right, so You did that, that like, is... laugh? You did that, like, wrestler's 
slap, you know, the fake slap. <laughs> Nothing. And he's like, ah! So that's nine points of damage as they bite into you, and then they're going to go ahead and slash at you with a claw for 11 points of damage as they slash across your chest. So they, yeah, they just slash into you and says, uh, Come on, fight me, you coward. Or are you just going to stand around while I tear you apart? All right, your turn. What are you doing? So as he goes to pull away, I go to put him into like a half nelson. Okay, are you trying to do a grapple? Yeah, I'm trying to do a grapple. Go and roll an athletics check. Four, so 16 plus four is 20. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, 20. I'm gonna have them, they will literally have to beat a 20, uh, which is not impossible for them, but we'll see. That is, uh, yeah, no, uh, not at all. So I'm gonna, here's what I'm gonna say happens. So they go and slash into you just viciously uh, and um, as they go to kind of like pull away from you, uh, you actually use the momentum that they are uh, that they are using to kind of just springboard off of you. And I'm gonna say that you grab them from like maybe like their arm or something and just kind of uh, grapple them. Uh, so they are currently grappled to you. Can uh, I then take them to the rope? Uh, you know what? Sure, I'll, I'll let you take them to the... So are you just using your movement to drag them? Yeah, to the ropes, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, you drag them to the ropes. What are you doing? And I'm to telling do? you, I'm going, I'm going on my next turn, I'm going to go to the top rope. Ooh, okay. I am interested to see that. All right. Um, and I'm, so... going to do that, I'm going to do that thing where I, I do like a flip while still having him in like a headlock, do a flip, and then basically grab him and then like throw him over my shoulder. You know that move? Like I okay, think it's like interesting. Moon Crescent or something like that? Crescent Dive or something like that? Gotcha. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you're going to take him down that way. Okay, no problem. Uh, well, if, before you do that, as you're dragging them across the, the stage, they're going to go ahead and try and get out of this, um, this throw. Um, that is a... All right. Uh, you got to beat a 10. I got to beat a 10? Actually... Sorry, that's an eight. I miscounted. Eight plus four. Okay, yeah, you, you easily beat it. Yeah, they're struggling against you and kind of flapping their wings uh, to try and gain momentum, but you've got them in this, like, really good, like, arm lock, um, and you're just dragging them. Um, all right, so, yeah, uh, great, great. All right, guys, uh, so next up is going to be um, Nightfall and Alex. So, as you guys approach the stage, uh, Alexander says, uh, You know, I feel a little bit uh, nervous about this. How, how are you feeling, Nightfall? I'm good, though. Can I All look right. him over and see, like, which one of us is seems to be the stronger of the two? Uh, sure. Yeah, I guess give me, like, a perception check, I guess. Nat 20, plus 2. Okay, uh, wow, alright. So, you know that from what you've kind of seen of Alexander, uh, he 
I mean, for the most part, he is like a magic user. You really haven't seen him in combat too much for like what he does. Um, but I mean, you would probably say that like he could, he looks, I mean, he is a gnome. He looks sturdy. So he could probably hold his own relatively decently. But it probably would be a fair match if both of you were in the ring. Okay. If that helps you. So, when we step in, I would like to touch uh, Alexander and cast uh, Guidance. Okay, uh, sure, sure. Um, and what does that do exactly? Touch one willing creature. Once is, uh, before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Okay, uh, great. Or great. after. Um, Alright, perfect. Uh, so, uh, they get advantage on their ability check? Not advantage, they get a d4. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, I will keep that in mind. Uh, and is that uh, for how long? Is that just for the round? Uh, it will last a minute until he uses it. Okay, gotcha. Until he uses it. Alright, perfect. Um, Alright, so you guys step into the ring, and as you step into the ring, you see a um, you see a older gentleman. He's got kind of gray hair and a, and a big beard. Uh, you can see that he's wearing um, some, what look to be kind of like priest robes. Uh, they've got these golden inscriptions on them, uh, and as you uh, take a look over them, you can see that um, there is a um, a relatively um, ornate um, decorative three on the robe um, in this uh, very kind of ornate pattern. And the man stands up. And he, uh, he looks at both of you and he says, I was expecting a fair fight. However, I suppose it should not matter. I can take on both of you. And he uh, looks both of you over and he says, where are my manners? I am, after all, a man who loves an introduction. I am Father Donovan, from the Third Church of the Nine. You... And he looks at you, uh, Nightfall, and he says, are an abomination against all that is holy in this land, and I have traveled a great deal to get to you. I will be sure to bring justice into this stadium tonight by slaying you. Uh, and uh, he pulls out a staff, and it glows with this radiant energy. Um, and you also see that he does as well have a mace attached to it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. In this corner, we have a mixed breed gnome. Hey, that's pretty rude. And a tiefling. Let's give it up for Nightfall and Alexander! In this corner, we have a holy man all the way from the material plane. Let's give it up for Father Donovan! Without further ado, it's time to prove your worth! So we're going to go ahead.
ahead and start uh, with you, Nightfall. Uh, what are you doing? For my bonus action, I would like to grab the mic and I would do... I would like to try to win the crowd's favor. Sure. Uh, yeah. What are you saying? I thought in the Fey uh, Wilds, you weren't judged by how you look. You were judged by your character. At least that's what I was told by a few different people when I was afraid of uh, showing them myself. Okay. Are we not civilized? Interesting. Um, here's what I will say. For this, I want you to roll, um, roll persuasion. <laughs> Four? Alright. Um, you, uh, you actually get some, uh, some booing back from the crowd, and you, uh, uh, you have one person stand up and says, There's no fairness on the ring! Get on with the fight! Um, so you do not get any benefits from that. Um, the dude wants to kill me, I was just trying to be helpful. <laughs> um, alright, so that was your bonus action, what else are you doing? Well, Guidance is an action, and I cast that on uh, Alexander when we walked in. So would that count as the action for this round, or no? Here's what I will say. Um, I'm going to say that that happened before you stepped into the ring, so I'm going to say no. Okay. So... I know that does damage. Damn. Uh, what spells do I have that could possibly help? Yeah, because I see him prepping his staff and he has a mace. I'm casting Bane. Okay, uh, what does that do? Uh, he has to make a charisma saving throw of 12, and if he fails, it's a d4 from all attack uh, and uh, attack and saving rolls, uh, attack rolls and saving throws for one minute. All right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he needs to make a what check is it? A charisma saving throw of twelve. That a, he beat it. He got a uh, he got a fourteen. Mm. Uh, he says, uh, "You just see him just kind of wave his hand, uh, and he says." Yeah, your parlor tricks aren't gonna work here, boy. Um, alright. So, uh, is that uh, all you're doing? Yep. Alright, so, uh, next up is gonna be Alex. Alex, uh, says, uh, uh, he says, Don't worry, my friend. I've got some tricks up my sleeve. Uh, so you see him kind of hold up his, uh, hold up his staff. Uh, you see him here uh, speak this incantation. And as he speaks this incantation, uh, you see this kind of purplish-black blade form at the end of his staff. Uh, this long kind of spectral blade, says. 
Let's get the uh, let's get the old party started, shall we? Uh, and he is going to go ahead and rush forward, uh, and he is going to slash at this character. Um, he is going to go ahead and make an attack roll. Oh, okay, nice. He's going to get a uh, get a plus four to that. Wonderful. All right. Damn. Okay. He actually uh, got a twenty on that unnatural, but uh, he goes and he slashes into this uh, into this character going to deal ooh, uh, necrotic damage and d10. Okay, wow. So yeah, he slashes into him for uh, 7 points of damage uh, and you see uh, you see this uh, man kind of stagger back. He says, Oomph. Well, aren't you just a little pipsqueak? Let's just get into it then. Uh, and it is now um, it is now his turn. Uh, he is going to go ahead and make a attack. Uh, what is he going to do? Yeah, I think he is just going to go ahead and go straight for his mace. Uh, and since Alex was the one who directly attacked him, he is just going to go ahead and swing back with his mace. Uh, that is a on the floor. Okay, uh, he got ooh, he got a twenty-two. Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, he takes this mace and just brutally slams it against uh, Alex's face uh, for a one. Okay, for three points of damage. Okay, uh, we are at Cacta. So, all right, Cacta. So, uh, as you're walking into this arena. And going up to this stage, you see a humanoid in a hood, just kind of sitting on the far corner of the the ring as you walk in. As you approach, you see um, they look up at you, and you see a beak peeking out of the hood. And they say, Ah, greetings! Greetings! I, uh, it's been a while since I've had a challenger. I'm what you would call, I suppose, a special guest. Are you ready to meet your maker? He's gonna walk up to him and offer up like my paw to like shake, like before the uh, battle. He uh, he was tossing around a dagger, uh, but he uh, puts it down. And he says, "All right, all right, I like a good fair fight as well, my friend." And he shakes your hand. There is something that I believe you are going to get for that.